Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in with us. This is, of course, Squawk Talk, home of the Squawk. Uh, with us in the studio today is a uh, regular, of course. It's uh, Braden French. Braden, hello. Hey, how's it going? And then uh, you brought your brother along, didn't you? Yes, good old Brennan French. Brennan French, how are you doing today? Yeah, what's up? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, excellent. And then, of course, Squawk veteran at this point, Skylar Taylor. Skylar? What is up, everybody? Now, we, uh, we got a lot of ground to cover today, so... Uh, Sit back and uh, enjoy the squawk. Uh, a couple key points we, uh, we should get across before we really dive into the, the nitty-gritty stuff. Uh, actually, no, we're going to get the nitty-gritty stuff out of the way. Then we're going to dive into the deep, intense stuff. The dark, deep. The dark, deep stuff. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not already, be sure to check out the Twitter. That's at Big Squawk. Again, squawk is S-Q-U-A-W-K. A lot of people are... Yeah, easy to spell. Yeah, a lot of people don't know how to spell I spelled it wrong earlier. Trying to search <laughs> it on Twitter. <laughs> um, and then that Instagram is at Squawk Radio. There's some quality content on there, I assure you. And then uh, above all, you know, just click on... Uh, go to the Twitter and click on the link. That'll take you to our website. That's uh, squawkradio.org. A lot of uh, uh, breaking news is posted there, along with all of our past Squawk episodes, the Squawk archives. Squawk archives. Still, 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 uh, still working on the name. But uh, before we get started, a, a quick word from our sponsor. Do you need a new phone, TV, or electronic device, but you can't afford those outrageous big tech store prices? If you answered yes, then Circuit City is actually the store for you. Check out a wide variety of electronic products while being helped by a well-experienced staff member. Don't wait. Go to your local Circuit City today. I've heard. I've heard they do good business. Yeah, Circuit City is tremendous oh, with yeah. what they do. I mean, in my opinion, better than AT and T, Verizon. Just yes, it just knocks it out of the park. They do it all, man. Yeah, yeah. they sell. They sell. They sell you. They're not a phone service. Now <laughs> 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 they sell the. I hope the execs over at Circuit City aren't listening to this right now. <laughs> yeah, they'd be. They'd be they definitely are. They're sponsoring we're, we're the bros. show. They're yeah. sponsoring the show. I mean, I shouldn't we're even like say Best this, Buy. They gave oh. us a very handsome cash settlement to. Yeah, I'm gonna say Best Buy. I don't know what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, so we apologize to the execs over at Circuit City. Anyway, on this Sorry, Circuit City. On this day in history, September 17th, 1964, the Beatles are paid a record. It was a record-breaking settlement at the time. $150,000 to play a concert in Kansas. Wow. Would they play? Yeah. 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 Or do we know that? Uh, we could look it up. I'm not sure. Yeah. But can you believe that? Like that that was a record at the wow. time. Wait, how much was it? 150 grand. Wow. 150 grand. Yeah. 1960s? 64. Dang. And nowadays people buy like watches and chains that are worth more than that. Oh, yeah. They, they played for 31 minutes in Kansas City. They played for 31 minutes. Yes. Wow. I wonder how much the tickets were to that thing. Probably, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's super cheap, though, you know, I would imagine. There's this story, and I think I'm getting the people right, so if I'm not, bear with me. Uh, in New York, I think it was the 50s, there was a concert, a uh, jazz concert. Uh, Miles, Daver, Miles Davis, uh, Coltrane. Coltrane's a good I one. Think, I don't know if Dizzy Gillespie was there, and I'm pretty sure Charlie Bird or um, Charlie Parker was, uh, was there as well. Yeah, he was. Anybody, anyway, nobody showed up. Wow. Nobody showed up. And you have four of the most prominent jazz musicians, arguably of all time, in one concert hall together. And no one's there. And no one showed up. <laughs> Seems anyway. like a waste. Yeah. Hold on. Um, 
It says something about the price. The higher price would be sixty-three dollars and for the Beatles eight. Beatles I think show. So. Went from two dollars to eight fifty. Holy cow! That's so cheap, man. Yeah. Imagine like you're paying twenty dollars per ticket for someone. You're paying twenty dollars per ticket for a concert that you don't really like. Smaller bands now, and paying upwards of like one hundred, two hundred dollars. Like my dad paid one hundred twenty dollars or one hundred twenty dollars to go see for us to go see concert down in Dallas. So what'd you go see? So we went and watched uh, some heavy metal bands like Slipknot and uh, whoa, whoa, Full whoa. Beat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's gnarly. Yeah. That's a bit. It's uh, a bit too intense for me. Yeah, was their, was pretty, their setup was pretty. Their, pretty their setup awesome and production, though. like their on stage performance, was great though. I don't doubt. I mean, they they've got a pretty major following, right? Like, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're big time. It is crazy. There's so many people there. Speaking of uh, stage setups, uh, Skylar, don't you do something with that? Oh yes, yeah. Skylar, enlighten us. I am. Um, I'm really lucky to get the chance to get to set up a lot of well, just about anybody that performs. Well, not the BOK, but anybody that performs at the Chesapeake or Criterion Oklahoma City. I get to help set up, and um, what's even cooler, I got to bring some of my friends along. We've all got to go backstage. Like Alan Jackson just played this Saturday. We all got to sit backstage. Well, and, and you've done. Ty Dolla Signs show you've done. Oh, dude, Chris I mean, Brown's we did, show. We did Chris Brown's. We've done Twenty One Savage, like Playboy Cardi. I mean, anybody that's I've. I mean, I started working there closer on a year ago, and I've done just about, um, just about everybody's played at the Criterion in Chesapeake since then. And Carrie Underwood's coming up the twenty fifth, right? Yep, Carrie Underwood. Yeah, and I'm sure I'll have a few friends go on that. Get to go hang out and. Is that is that a stressful process getting the dude, stage set up to? What honestly, it needs to be? I mean. It just depends, because, like, you have your roadies. So, like, your roadies are the people that travel with your with whoever the artist is. And those guys, it's either a hit or miss. Either you're going to have some really nice guys, or you've got some people that are just not good people. I mean, I'm sure they're good people, but I think they just let the stress get the best of them, and they start taking it out on everybody else. But it's always right. cool, because um, you always get to just watch the show and um, meet some pretty cool people in the process. So. And it's a good time, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, especially since I brought all my friends on. It's kind of, it doesn't even feel like work anymore. It just feels like hanging out with all these famous artists. It's pretty sweet. You see, you're pretty much in the industry now. No. Could you tell us any uh, scandalous secrets about any of the artists? Scandalous that, secrets. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I don't get to, I mean, very few times, because those people are so big time that they don't, they go to so many shows, they don't care to talk to every single stagehand and right. whatever. But, I mean, there's been... I've caught a glimpse of, um, like, personal, like real personalities of, like, how they really are. And um, it's conspiracies. <laughs> I know. Well, actually, so this guy named Luis Miguel... <coughs> do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who All right, so on. he's from Mexico. He's called Son of, Son of Mexico. Not even, like, son as in, like, son and daughter, like... Son and movie son, yeah. And who is this? Luis Miguel. Huh. So he uh, performed at the Chesapeake. First off, sold sold it out, which was just ridiculous. Yeah, well, for how many people? Heard. How many people can fit in the Chesapeake? Was it like That's eighteen, nineteen thousand? It's like nineteen thousand, I think, <sighs> roughly. Yeah. Look up how many people can fit in Chesapeake Arena and then the actual Chesapeake Bay. So I'd like to know how many people you could fit into the Chesapeake oh, Bay. Probably a lot. Yeah. But anyways, he, the guy is like super, 
I honestly think he has to do with like cartels, some sort of illegal, because just the way he's acting. But he said, from what we got from his tour guys, was that um, one of or none of the hotels in Oklahoma, period, were going like fit his need or like fit his what whatever. He yeah, what he wanted. So he literally flew from. He stayed the night at Las Vegas the night before flew into Oklahoma City that night and then flew right back to Las Vegas as soon as it was over. Didn't even stay in any of the hotels. The Me and my friends got to talk to the limo drivers, and um, they said, I mean, these guys, the guys that we talked to have been doing this for years, and they made them drape out. Well, first, they have, like, black tint windows, yeah. so you can already, like, can't see through them. They made them put up an extra... Um, black curtain over top of the windows and made them curtain in between the um, like drivers and the the passengers the back seat yeah so like had to double up everything Um, also I've never seen anybody do this they drove their SUVs and vehicles inside the Criterion because like in the very back there's a place for the tour bus and stuff like that and there's like a garage where usually they set it up to where um, everything is like everything goes in and out of that garage like cases yeah, yeah. and stuff like that no they literally drove him inside the building to where all he had to do was hop out of the car walk through this one uh, I mean Braden would know there's like this little alleyway and walk yeah. right onto the stage so this was, this guy has just made of money it sounds like oh yeah 100% uh, the Chesapeake Energy Arena fits 18,203 wow yeah. how about that and then the bay the bay um, Energy Chesapeake Bay <laughs> you know what let's save that for the end just yeah. hold look it up and then just like we'll hold, yeah, hold sure, on to sure. it till the end um well, that's a fascinating line of work you've uh, found yourself in oh yeah for sure yeah uh let us know when you see something you know shocking oh. from one of these performers well for sure um brennan were you working a job or no nah, i ain't doing anything right now i just been chilling just taking it I easy. Had, uh I had some internship or an internship last spring, but I've just been chilling right now because I was still in summer seniors over the summer. Oh, nice. And so once that got done, it was my last summer with it. So now I've just been chilling, trying to find some other jobs, but taking it easy right now. You play drums, right? Yeah. Drums. Yeah. I've been playing since I was in like the fifth grade. Nice. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. My dad grew up playing, and so it just kind of swung, swung along to me when, uh, I was old enough to actually start playing, and then I just picked it up from there and carried it on to where you know, I'm at your, now. Your dad has made an appearance on this show. Has he really? Yes. Before me. Before you, I know. Really? The nerve on that with that guy. Yeah, um, Yeah, he called in, I think, when I Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I knew he had called in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I tried to call in like a day two, and then it just didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. the lines were probably overcrowded. Mm-hmm. Oh, how a big shot. How many viewers are we at? Like 300K? Something like that. A lot of them are actually coming from Japan. I don't know oh, how yeah. they got the common squad. Really big overseas, apparently. Um, well, did you guys hear about this uh, this black hole? Um, no, actually. Not. What what university? It says UCLA, it? right? UCLA. Yeah. Um, they say that uh, news travels uh, from the center of the Milky Way uh, about twenty six thousand light years before it actually ends up reaching Earth. And uh, the latest news that we've gathered on this black hole is that it's growing in scale, and um, there's a very slight, it's not, it's not a big chance, but they say there's a slight chance it could encroach upon Earth's 
position in, yeah. the, uh, in the galaxy. So supposedly they've been watching this hole since 2003. Yeah. For like 133 nights they've been like watching it, 13,000 observations. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's crazy how, that's like... Right. That's right. You're saying that they've had, that they haven't seen a growth this large in the <coughs> last 24 years that they've been um, observing, studying it. the supermassive black hole. And it says like 2.6 million times bigger than the sun. That's insane. Yeah. That's scary. That's like straight off UCLA's website too. So, maybe this is how we go. Maybe so. Maybe this is it. Hmm. So, right. you want to explain how a black hole works for those oh, who yeah. don't know? I, I mean, as you know, I do have a degree in. Uh, theoretical astronomy. physics, yeah, and astronomy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, just, you know, I've seen a lot of movies, but the black hole, basically, it's a void. I mean, it traps gravity inside of it, which allows it to kind of breach or supersede uh, the kind of graphical scale that the entire universe is laid out on. So it yeah. bends it, and time and space are altered by its presence. Yeah. Uh, anything that gets sucked in from what we know collapses in on itself. Yeah. Uh, and then what's at the center of it is what's known as the singularity. Uh, no one knows what, what it is, what, you know, what's truly in a black hole, but we, we, we can speculate. Um, That's just crazy. Imagine being like, some, like, I don't know if it's like the G-force of it or what, but just having like the strength of gravity being so strong that it literally just condenses you, yeah. just flattens you. Yeah, it turns Earth into a yeah, I'm not scared though. I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll reach us. I like well, your. I like not, your optimism. It probably wouldn't in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah. No. it's definitely not. Yeah. Light years away. Is that what it's saying? It, something like that, maybe. I think uh, it's over twenty six thousand yeah, light years. Yeah, it's twenty six thousand light years away. Uh, either way, it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Brennan, we were talking about. I think yeah, it was. Was that last Tuesday? The ISS announced that they were going to start permitting people to travel up to the International Space Station. Oh, yeah. 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 And we yeah. and Braden made the point that he's like, um, no thanks, I have zero interest in looking or going into space and, you know, dealing with all that. Uh, oh, do man. you differ from him oh, yeah. on that stance? 100%. This, this man doesn't even like flying. That's what he was saying. And I don't really understand why. He's going to have to eventually. I, he just needs to get it over with. I'm pretty sure my aunt's going to make him fly whenever we go to Denver to visit our uncle here in, like, the next couple months. And uh, he's always like, nah, no matter how far we go, he's like, nah, I'll just, I'll, we could just drive. He'd rather drive, So you dude. don't ever want to go to, like, Europe or anywhere over there? He'll take a boat. I'll pass. Not. Yeah. I feel like it'd be scary to be on a boat than it would be. That would be scary. What kind that of traumatic situation did you find yourself in to make you hate flying? Dude, I'm I, sorry, I have no idea. I've just seen so many movies, I guess, and... Like, my my dad's always been scared of flying too. See, he, he that's where he gets it from. My dad, me yeah, and my mom, we've flown, we've flown before. Yeah, but uh, like I've flown several places overseas and stuff. And but this man, he's never, never even been at an airport. Probably. Yeah, I've never even been to an airport. I've been outside an airport to pick people up. Never been in an airport. So but I would I would hundred percent go out space to the international space station. Oh yeah, hands down. If I was able to. What are the chances? While he's looking that up, what do you guys think about airports? I mean, you've been outside of one, so you have to have some kind of position. I, I, I love the airport. Yeah. I always have, always will. Uh, I don't know if I always will. I, I have not had a severely bad experience at an airport yet. I really haven't either. I like going around to, like, 
different airports and kind of seeing how they're different. Yeah. Like the one I went to the one in Minneapolis and that place is huge and they have these different branches and they're like color themed, like neon colors. So they have like a the different gates and everything. Yeah. It was super cool. Um, I had one scary, I guess, uh, kind of something happened at an airport. So I was in Europe like four years ago and we were on a cruise ship and we we're going back. We had to fly to Istanbul, Turkey to go back to catch a connecting flight back. Where were you, where were you coming from? So I was in Turkey or I was in, we were in Greece and Turkey. Okay. That's the trip I was on, but we had to fly from Athens to Istanbul to get the connecting flight back to the States. And like 12 hours before we got, we were supposed to get our connecting flight to Istanbul was when the terrorist bombings happened at the international airport there. In Istanbul? Yes. Wow. And so they like delayed our flights for a little bit and then we still ended up having to go there. And so you know how you go to an airport just for a connecting flight, you can just usually go right to your next, uh, whatever, next gate, next gate yeah, and board. they don't. We had to go through like four or five different checks just to get into our next gate. And you know, they were making us drink water to make sure it wasn't poisoned or anything. We had to go through several different bag checks and passport checks and all that stuff. Um, I actually have pictures of like bullet holes in the glass of a hallway where the guys were shooting before they they blew themselves up. Well, so what was the situation with the terrorists, I'm assuming, at, at the airport? What were they doing? What were they um, trying to accomplish? It was, yeah, it was ISIS. It was related to ISIS. Okay. And so Turkey used to be, I'm not sure whether it is still now, but it used to be like a pretty, like, hectic. The government was going crazy. Things were not doing so hot in Turkey because of ISIS and because there's so many people trying to so many refugees trying to go to Turkey to seek seek shelter. And so I don't know why or, you know, I don't know the whole scenario behind the fact that they sent those those suicide bombers there. But with it being a super large airport with a lot of international travelers and I'm sure even some refugees, it made it a prime target for for that kind of thing to go down. Right. Um, and then like a week after we got back was when the government completely went insane. Like the president went missing and there was like, what? A, a, yeah. And the military went crazy, tried to take over. And like, there's a thousand people killed wow. just in that short time period. And that, that's the scariest like moment I've ever been in. And to be able to like be right in the middle, but still make it home safely was absolutely great. Like incredible to me. So yeah, were, absolutely. So wait, <laughs> Maybe I wasn't paying attention. I thought you were explaining things that had happened there. What were, what happened while you were there? So we were on a cruise ship. We were about to get back. Okay, so we, we were on this cruise ship. We turned on the news, and we heard it was like 12 hours before we had to go to Istanbul to get our connecting flight back to the States. Yeah. Okay, so the we saw the news. You know, there was a terrorist bombing, suicide bombers at the international uh, Istanbul International Airport. And... Um, so they delayed the flights there. Yeah. We still flew there to get our connecting flight back to the States. And so we had to go through all these different checks and stuff. And then we went back home. Yeah. Okay. And then three or four days, five days later, their government went completely insane. Like the president went missing for a little bit okay. and the military started taking over and doing all these kinds of things. And then there's like a thousand more people that died. Wow. Yeah. So that's kind of the whole, but it was, it was scary. I was, I was legit scared for my life just Rightfully even being so. in that airport. 
Dude, but crazy thing that happened whenever I was on the plane. Me and Jamie went to... Uh, and Jamie is your partner. Yes, she is. Um, we went to uh, Florida. And was this on the Florida trip or was this... Yeah, it was whenever we were coming back from Florida. We happened to... Well, first off, we missed our flight coming back. And so then we got put on one that was like three or so days later. And we sat next to this guy who was... I didn't know if like he was on some sort of drug or like what he was doing, but... He was definitely under the influence of something, and uh, we ended up. He ended up saying something to us, and we kind of introduced ourselves, just trying to seem cool with him. And after talking for a little bit, we come to find out, or he tells us his profession's a hypnotherapist. And I don't know if you've ever heard what that is. Yeah, dude's a full time like they put you to sleep, right, in the state of hypnosis. Well, yeah, they do that, but it's it's in like they do that for it can well in his. In his profession, he says that it'll, like, fix sort of pains or, like, phobias. Past traumas, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he said what he does, the way he got famous, which he ended up, I can't remember what his name was, but uh, he showed me his YouTube. And the dude had, like, like a quarter million followers on YouTube. Yeah, like, insane. You got to get that guy on the show. Yeah, yeah. for real. He, um, um, he told me his story and he'd gone famous off of I guess whenever he was a kid he got hit in the jaw with a baseball and like totally just broke everything and so um, he went to this person that he knew or some some friend of his dad's and he ended up being a hypnotherapist and after all the surgeries and all the medicines that he took like it was always hurting and uh, he went through one um, one session I guess you call it, of hypnotherapy and he said his jaws never hurt ever since and so we talked to him about it, and he was saying, like, how much he charges and this and that. And he eventually was just like, like, you want me to try it on you? Because I, I, I was kind of like, I don't know, like, you get hypnotized and you wake up and then it doesn't hurt anymore. Like, that just doesn't make sense Where to me. Or you wake up in some trashed motel room. And, yeah, and that, that could have happened, too. what happened, right. But so I figured the safest place, do it on an airplane where, like, there's a bunch of people around me. Like, my girlfriend's sitting right next to me, whatever. And so he asked me, he's like, do you have any pains? Like what like how can I help you and I was like well I can't really think of anything on the dot but I'd noticed I don't know if it's maybe like from how I slept or um what it was but like that day my shoulder had been just like killing me just like raising it up and just like carrying my bag all day and so he was like all right well like I guess he he tried to do his thing on me and I'd never been hypnotized before so I didn't know what it was like I didn't know like how like if I was gonna sleep forever I don't know what it was well did it work uh, I mean, afterwards, I want to say that my shoulder was feeling better, but I also think it was all in my head. Like, in the moment, the I lifted my shoulder effect, up. Yeah, kind of. I lifted my shoulder up. Mm-hmm. It didn't hurt, but then I feel like if... But he also did this thing. Well, he also said he hypnotized me, which I don't... I've never been hypnotized, so I can't compare it to anything else, but, um, like, I really just... I didn't feel like he was making me do anything, but it just... You just feel... Com- like, it's like you're asleep... But you're not... But aware. Yeah, but you're aware of what's going on. Like like that moment you get like right before you go to sleep. Like if somebody says like, hey, I need you to do this or something like that right before you fall asleep and then you go do it and you come back to bed and then you forget that even happened. You know what I mean? Or you have a conversation and you're about to fall asleep and you forget about it. It was kind (laughs) of like that. But yeah, it was was pretty neat. We, um, We just got an email. Squawk did. It says, hey there, huge fan. Is there a number I can call into the live show? Thanks, Wesley Fuller. You guys know Wesley Fuller? I do not. No. Do you know Wesley Fuller? 
I do actually. I was seeing if you guys. Uh, know, that'd be cool. No. Huh? Um. Yeah. He's. I think he's called in before actually. Um. Wes, if you're listening, man, oh, we're on. Uh, we're unfortunately not taking calls today. Um. But you should call in on Thursday because that's our call-in day. And again, we said and uh, on last Thursday's show, we will be getting a call from Dr. Phil himself. Yes, Dr. Phil will be calling in. I'm very excited for that. I feel like that'll be very helpful towards the show and um, our and anyone, boosting boosting our listeners. Oh, well, for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, and anyone just you know suffering through pain. He's not, I know he's not a hypnotherapist, but maybe he could help these people. You know, like and I don't know. Maybe he could clue us into some insights that we about ourselves we didn't even know. Yeah. Either way, he's allowed us to speak with him for about eight minutes. So that. You uh, you better. You gotta do a lot to get five minutes from this guy, let alone eight minutes. Believe me. Yeah, definitely. Um, either way though, yeah. So did you guys not know about this? No, I didn't. No, Doctor Phil's calling in Thursday. I mean, I definitely, definitely believe it. All right, so who's Doctor Phil? The Philster, Doctor Phil, like the TV show, like like the real Doctor Phil. Real Doctor Phil is calling in in here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the psychologist. (laughs) What? The family, the family counselor. The bad mm-hmm. baby guy, the guy who yeah, I, I yeah, like I know who it we, is. We should press him on making that girl famous. Mm-hmm. If she would have never gone on that show, she would have never amounted to the Stephen oh, Kyle trash no. she is today. <laughs> and I stand by that. Yeah, I uh, I stand by that with you. I second that. Thirty third. <laughs> oh, I got you on the third. third <laughs> All right, excellent. No, I didn't know. I had no clue that you actually, you guys actually got. Like the real Dr. Phil? The Phil Stern. Yeah, we had yep. the Dr. Phil. Dude. How, I'm kind of curious how you got him to... Um, a friend of a friend. Okay. We actually... Um, I reached out to uh, a buddy that I knew from... I want to say church camp. Uh, just checking in on him, seeing how he was doing. And he says, like, Oh, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for thanks for asking about me. I, uh, You know, I'm working with... Uh, I'm working on a, a TV station. I said, Oh, really? What TV station? And he's like... Uh, well, I mean, like, it, you know, I can't really say, but uh, I am working with um, a very intelligent bald man. And I immediately said, Dr. Phil? <laughs> it turns out, yeah, that was right on. It's Dr. Phil. So I said, is there any way you could get me a meeting with him? And he said, look, I, Phil's heard of the show. He, he likes Squawk Talk, but, you know, he's a very busy man. Uh, I don't think he's going to have time to make an appearance. And I said, come on, bud. His name is Bud. But please, just help me out. I, I need this. We need yeah. this. And he says, all right, let me see what I can do. And then I get a text. Wow. It's all set up. So wow. big shout out to Bud. That's Thanks. crazy. Thanks a lot, yeah. Bud. Yeah. Um, either way, so yeah, be sure to tune in to that. And also, uh, if you guys got some topic that you want to squawk about, uh, don't hesitate to tweet or call Well, call us on Thursday. But tw- you could tweet us now. Yeah. yeah, tweet us now. Anytime. And also Instagram, too. Like, DM our page and would be would be happy to talk about anything and also we had a comment on our picture by the miko factor miko the man factor yes asking if we talked about tennessee football oh we have not that's been on the agenda but we just keep putting Mm -hmm. it on the back burner um so um we should we should save that for thursday yeah absolutely maybe have him call in as well because i know you know that guy's as stubborn as a mule so he's not going to agree with what we have to say yeah Uh, should be a fun conversation man yeah Mm -hmm. yeah definitely Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, I, you know, going back to the news, I guess, uh, a new update has uh, just emerged from Vapegate. 
a uh, another person is uh yeah has died from vaping related illness uh supposedly comes from uh tulare county uh it's south it's in uh just south of fresno california and um that county alone has already seen at least three vaping related illnesses on a pretty severe level uh, and this guy was 40 years old and he ended up uh croaking ended up dying on us so, so did it tell did it say or like any news on how long he'd been vaping for well or? So, yeah so they haven't released particulars however they have said that thc infused cartridges were in the mix oh right. really mm. oh, really interesting See, i think that's kind of in the story i don't i feel i feel like because uh my dad me and Braden's dad has been have been sending stuff to us you know about it most of it i mean some of it's like actual you know stuff but the majority of it's been about you know thc cartridges right yeah because um, all the articles they talk about vaping and how it's not bad for you and how this person died and then at the end of the article mostly every article it says this was caused by thc and well it's like they the thing is it's like they don't from what i've read and what i've noticed they don't ever just say it's like it's you know it's cause a or cause b Right. They'll give details sometimes if, you know, it's an actual detailed report, but they'll sometimes say like, okay, well, he was using the jewel or he was using some kind of nicotine-based vape. And then they'll also say he was using, you know, a THC, one of those street cartridges. Yeah. I would say that the story or the narrative has become misconstrued to the point in which people are thinking like they they I don't think any of the media from what I've seen is doing a good job, a good enough job letting people know that these THC cartridges are really are, the catalyst really, of these yes. lung illnesses. Cause yeah. I think a couple, I think it was about eight months ago in California, they passed a piece of legislation. Actually they proposed, I don't even know if it passed, but they proposed a piece of legislation for dispensaries, op- marijuana dispensaries operating out in that state to, um, I, th- I guess just like raise their quality control. Like, yeah. you know, and make sure, because a lot of these carts have been recalled for having lead. Yeah. Having lead in them. Now, what what was it, what were the other things you were saying that, that were actually in THC cartridges? That uh, you just get vitamin off? E, right? Vitamin E, and only 4% THC is in these cartridges that you get, like, off the street or from someone if you're not getting them medically. So that's not what you want, I guess, <laughs> if you're... If you're in um, the market for that. No, if you're in the market for that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's not good to have it's, all those oils yeah, in your body. Not. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure that there are several people out there right now thinking that, you know, oh, it's, you know, it's not bad for me. Yeah. So yeah. What, what do you think, though? So they're trying, like Michigan, they didn't ban the use of vapes. They just banned flavored right. uh, juices. And I was just reading about this. And so do you think that's more to more paired with the fact of like people dying or more paired with the fact that teens and high schoolers are are using that and it's attracting younger ages well so with the lung illness from what i've read like the main one there's over 300 i think there's over like 380 similar cases to that guy who just died yeah right he also vaped regular you know like a regular vaporizer in addition to the thc one mm-hmm. um and that's across like i think 55 states or no, I think it's There's only fifty states. Yeah, I was about. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's across eleven states. Like, that was a big goof. I, I hope that was my biggest goof of the year. We'll see though. Uh, 
but no, I, I think that a lot of it, a lot of these kids that you hear about with the jewel causing them illness is because they're getting it at such a young age because people are buying yeah. it for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard a lot of people argue about the idea of banning vapes as completely unconstitutional. And I don't, I don't, I, I don't necessarily agree with that for the sole reason that it is becoming a health crisis at this point. Yeah. I mean, think about how many people have that's this lung ailment and don't even they don't even know. Right. Yeah. I just I I agree with you on that one. Um I also think there's this is becoming a big issue now, I would say. But it seems like this issue is becoming easier to fix or they're they're like putting it a priority above other things. Right. You know? Well Trump even said so I don't, at a press conference he said that he was gonna use him and the administration was going to actually try and draft up a ban of yeah, flavored e-cig yeah. products being sold in mm-hmm. the country. So I don't, I think there's other things that could have possibly come first, you know, in dealing with other major issues. But Opioid crisis for one. Yeah, yeah. And so the fact that they're getting this done so quickly and putting it at a higher priority than, for instance, the opioid, you know, uh, crisis going on, um, I don't necessarily agree with. Um, but I, at the same time, I still realize that this is an issue that probably needs to be dealt with sooner rather than later, uh, especially with, you know, younger kids right. getting it all the time, you know. Because uh, other than slapping huge regulations on pharmaceutical companies and, you know, the doctors that are overprescribing these mm-hmm. opioids, yep. um, there's really, from what I understand, not a lot that can be done unless, you know, you obviously you can ban the medicine, the, like the medication yeah. itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, like, no, no offense, like anybody out there who's a doctor or like parents, families, or doctors. But um, like, I broke my femur the summer after junior year. Isn't that the most painful bone? Yeah, you can break. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But um, this guy's like, a hero. I just, I feel like um, people in my family like may have like addictive personalities. So like, whenever that was also the first thing I ever broken, and so. I'd never been on any sort of heavy medication, anything like that. But so I just felt like it would it was smart to just try to stay away from that if at all possible, you know what I mean? Right. And so, um, like the only pain meds that I took were the ones that they gave me in the hospital. But then as soon as I was out, I was just like on ibuprofen. But um like I'd go for my six like or not six, whatever, but just I'd go for my checkups every now and then whenever they'd go and like take stitches out or whatever. Yeah. And um, I never want, because I mean, they, they prescribed me some pretty hardcore stuff, but I just, I, I never used it, didn't ever, didn't ever you, take it. Do you remember what it was? I want to say it was like hydros. Hydro, oxy, hydro, hydrocodone. Yeah. Oxycontin. I mean, it was some 800 milligram, like. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oof. And the boat, no, what's even crazier is like, they would give me like 50 cas- cap, but capsules and I wouldn't use it. And then I'd go back for a checkup and they'd ask me if I needed any. And I'd say, like, no, I don't need it. And they would prescribe me another, like, they would give me another slip and say, like, oh, well, just in case you need it, like, we're going to go ahead and prescribe you for, like, 500 more mil- or five, 50 five more capsules of yeah. whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like. They're just feeding it. Yeah. They're, it's just, just, they're, they're just throwing, they're just trying to up their pocketbook. I don't remember. I don't really know. Well, I mean, yeah, because they, they reap financial gain from every oh, prescription yeah. that mm-hmm. they fill, yeah. every yeah. prescription they give out. Yeah. And it's not, and it goes beyond opioids, man. I mean, like, you know, I, I've heard that ADHD medication is among the easiest oh. 
yes. things to get prescribed in the United States. Probably one of the most like, and, addictive type too. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is just like a lot of times, you know, kids who are hyperactive are just they're just hyperactive kids. They're, they're yeah. they don't they're not suffering from some kind of attention deficit disorder. Yeah. But the doctors are so quick to say, oh, well, this they, they got to put a label on it. They got to make it a condition, and they got to say, well, you know what? I think your best course of action is to put them on some kind of Adderall know, or whatever. Adderall, Vyvanse. Yeah. Um, I think there's another one. I'm sure there are there are more, but either way, it's just it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of things to tackle. We we should be calling yeah. shots. Honestly, I think we yeah. could take care of these problems. Andy, <laughs> weren't you saying you're going to try to run for president, or is that, I think it's um, that announcement will be coming later this okay. year? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be running for the Squawk Party nomination. The Squawk Party. Yeah. We have a dude. You'd be president like, like that, dude. Squawk party. You have really? a, lot of, oh, yeah. a lot of followers in Japan. Yeah, for you. followers <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> I don't think they could do a lot of good for us in a U.S. <laughs> election. <laughs> <laughs> still, it's the thought that counts. Get Russia involved. Well, um, let's let's just pose some fun questions, shall we? Um, what was the last gift you gave somebody? <laughs> Making you think. Is it is this like anything like as simple as like, or is this like a big like gift or is this no, like no, no, going to a convenience store grabbing something you know just because you know you want to give it to him or well, just like, Brennan is, is that a gift or is that a favor? I don't know. I think I don't think if they know that you're doing it, then it could be. But it, it's more of like a I would say it's more of like a you're just doing it just because you be want to be a decent person. Yeah. 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 Let's let's call a gift a someone didn't know you were gonna buy this person something over. 25 bucks. Okay. Let's okay. call that a gift. Okay. And they didn't know. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. The last time you bought someone something that they didn't know that was over $25. All right. You start. No, you start. Scott. I mean, I, I guess I have two. Jamie, after she had her ACL surgery, I sent her flowers while she's in Cali. And then before she left, our sixth month was going to be while she was in Cali whenever I wasn't there. And so I went and spent probably like $250, $300 on a pair of Ray-Bans. Don't flex on us that yeah, much, okay. guys. Come on now. But You're making us look bad. Yeah. You're making us look bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's understandable. You go next. My, uh, mine... Okay, so I bought my girlfriend tickets to one of, like, one of her favorite bands in Dallas. Big Time Rush? No, no, Bank Camino. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I know. They're yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're good. super good. And we found out we were pl- they were playing in Dallas and so uh like a while back and so I I bought her I bought me and her tickets to go to see that. Uh one of our other friends was supposed to come but he he dipped out. <laughs> yeah, Brennan, tell us tell us the whole story about the buying the tickets part. Cuz didn't you just only have one ticket to Dallas? All right. All right. So, here's the thing. <laughs> what? So, listen listen to this story. So, I went on to buy tickets. Tickets were only like 50 bucks, you know? With I didn't keep in mind though the fact that the service charge was going to be an extra 20 bucks. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. I know. So in reality you're paying $70 per ticket. So I didn't have at the time enough money to get both. So I got hers. And then I uh bought mine a couple days later for a little bit more. <laughs> But just a little bit, just a little, just a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't. It really wasn't that much more. But uh, yeah, so I was I was buying the tickets. I was gonna buy the tickets last night or the other or whenever I was doing it. Right. It was a couple of weeks ago. 
And uh, like I saw that and I was like, dude, what the heck? $20 service charges. I should have known that though because I've been to quite a few concerts. Yeah. But most of the time, like when, when me and my roommate Derek go, we just go, you know, usually to a box office because most of them are either at the Criterion or something like that. And then most of the places we go to or concerts we go see are usually around 20 bucks. So we don't really think about the twenty dollars service charge because it's only you know forty bucks. Right. You know, it doesn't make that big of a difference. Right. Right. Anyway. So it showed up seventy bucks. I was like, well, can't do this right now. So I'm at least gonna get one. I'm gonna get Cassie's, and then I'll just get mine a couple days later. And so that's kind of how that happened. Okay. So how much was the ticket? Hers was seventy. And it was for her birthday or just to go? So, it was to go, but it was also around her birthday. Okay. And so I bought the tickets before we were, before we were even dating, and so, like, the more like I realized that her birthday was kind of close because the the concert's on like the thirteenth, I believe, which is uh, on like a Sunday, and then her birthday is the next weekend, or on the twentieth. Okay. And so that's kind of cool how that like worked out. So. You gonna go next, Andy? Yeah, I got one. Uh, my good. <laughs> A good buddy of mine. Uh, he's actually called into the show a few times. Uh, incidentally, I think it's every single time that we're talking about Alex Jones. Um, but his name is Alex Smith. Uh, he also goes by Ewok. Uh, it was his birthday not too long ago, and I bought him a full-size uh, cardboard cutout of Tyrion Lannister, the uh, oh, little okay. person yeah, from yeah. You know, Game of Thrones. Um, and it's him just holding the crossbow, looking right at you. Um, I don't know. I, I I think that I think he enjoyed it. Yes, I hope so. he did. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Never got a thank you letter though, so that was kind oh. of oh, frustrating. Thank. Cool. Might have to repo that thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, what about oh, you? Yeah. What about Braden? <laughs> yeah. Man. Where's your act of generosity? Oh, dude. Um. Oh man, I don't even know, dude. I have no idea. Brayden's single. He's got a lot of money that he would yeah, love. You know, to any girls out any there? Girly gift. Yeah. Just listening in. I can't remember the last time I bought something for someone. Um, yeah. And what about something for like mom? Actually, I know I what he. Brayden's bought me food multiple times because Same. he's just like he's a super nice guy. He's like, a kindred spirit. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, always true. wants to help out. Like he's got. I think he he lets me drive his Challenger like every <laughs> single day. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, dude, you let He's me drive your Challenger, and I've, I've hit a mailbox. You let them drive it more than me? Brennan. That's a joke. That's a joke. Yeah. Um, other than that, I can't remember the last time I've actually went out and bought something for someone and that they didn't know that I was buying that for them. Hmm. But I don't know. Hopefully well, soon. ladies, know. now's your chance for Brennan to buy you something. Yeah, yeah, who knows, man? Maybe you'll have to move out to Japan. I know. Uh, visit all of our followers. Find a girl out there and buy her something. Alright. Um if you could, if, you, <laughs> if you could grow up in any time period, what would that be? Oh dude, the eighties. The eighties. So how how old would you want to be in the eighties? Who? Like if you had to be born in a certain year, what would that year be? Um I think I would want to be like Kind of where I am, maybe eighteen twenty, in, my, in the eighties. Like think by nineteen eighty five, you are. How old do you want to be? Eighteen. Eighteen. Wow. All right, but why You're eighteen? 18 though, why Back not? The future comes out. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Why not? That, like that'd be cool, dude. Just yeah. to be eighteen, dude. I, I love the eighties, bro. I love 80s. the music. I love 
how they dressed. I love, I love how they dressed. Dude, the shoulder was, pads and everything. It was so cool, bro. Like, I don't know. I, I, I really enjoy it. I would really enjoy it. I didn't really enjoy it because I wasn't there, but... Right, right. I, I, loved, it, it, I, I loved it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I'm more of a fan of the music of, like, the 40s. Oh. I don't know, like the... Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> a wise guy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know. I think that would be the time period that I want to... That I wish, you know, I grew up in a little bit more. I'd probably be, like... So, like, you'd want to be born... Where you, your childhood would be in the 40s? No. Okay. So I wouldn't be born where, like... The 20s? See, that's where I'm conflicted on <laughs> you it. Gotta live through because you're going to die before you ever get to the 40s. Polio, World War II. Yeah. All right. A lot ahead of you. I don't know. It just, like, historically, like, wars and seeing everything that goes into, like, that's gone into the world wars and stuff, super, like, it's super interesting to me, um, seeing the history behind all that. And so, like being actually, like being able to actually be in that time period and experiencing the music and the culture, and maybe not being in the military, right? But you know, maybe so, just to be able to go overseas and just see and experience all that going on, I think that would be that would would have been super interesting to me. And yeah, um, almost like just a completely different world. Yeah. Know now. Yeah, absolutely. My, and uh, how different things were here even then. Oh, just in every aspect. Yeah. Like technology, just daily life. Um, you know, my grandma, Mama Jackie. Uh, Mama Jackie, if you're listening, I'll, uh, I'll come visit you soon. Um, she is 93, 94. Wow. So she was born, I think, in 29. Or maybe, could you do the, ma- could you do the math for well, me real sorry. quick? She's I, I think, I think she's, ni- she's either 92 or 94. Either way, she lived through... Great Depression. She lived through um, World War II, obviously, and um, she's got a lot of stories. But, um, but yeah, man, she just talks about how different life was, and I can't imagine, you know, being born in that period of time and then just watching society develop and achieve huge mm-hmm. strides. Yeah, like the moon landing, you know. Um, oh yeah, which did happen. We d- we went to the moon, right? Can we all? Yeah, yeah, yeah we were. Yeah, we, we were. We, Stanley we Kubrick did not shoot yeah. that film no. in a back alley lot at Warner no. Brothers Studio. Um, Skylar, what time period would you want to uh, grow up in? I mean, honestly, with the dinosaurs. I I. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I love my. I mean, I've never been. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of music that I like listening to. That's before my time but I kind of I love how my life's going right now so I wouldn't want a chance like not getting this like what I have now you know what I mean yeah like I love my family I love my friends like I love like you love life you know what I mean yeah Yeah. and so like I wouldn't I wouldn't want to trade that for a different time period so you wouldn't want to at least try and experience anything else if somebody came and told me right now you can either live out the life you have right now or I can take you back and you can be Born at whatever year you want, I would probably just stick with where I'm at. We're not asking okay. that question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with Skylar on that one, though. Okay, yeah, that well, is yeah, true as well. But like, we're just we're just simply talking about like if you had the opportunity to go back and just experience it, even just for like a little bit at yeah. one particular yeah, you, you age. Yeah, you can come back. Like you can come back. <laughs> well, then, if I'm being honest, I'd like to go to like the BCs where like people Dinosaur. were like. <laughs> Spearing down mammoths and saber tooth tigers, like that oh. would be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all are talking about the eighties, like I'd be trying to go way back. You want to see you, a dinosaur? I want to. You want to build? I want to see some dude spear a tiger, a saber tooth tiger yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think Skylar was actually the baby in Ice Age. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one's that? Ice Age? The first the one? Baby. The first, the baby in the first the one? one? Isn't that the whole movie? Oh, They're trying to like yes. get that baby from point A to point B. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. That would be freaking... Loosely based oh, on... That was Skyler. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Um, what about you, man? Yeah. Well, I do like much of the world today, and I, I you know, I'm not miserable. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy uh, where I am now. Uh, I will say that I think in terms of, you know, film especially... I would have really loved to have been a teenager in the 70s. I know the 70s was very, you know, kind of a lot of, there were many aspects of it that were not favorable. Like yeah. it, their violence was at a record high in a lot of uh, urban cities, like the major metropolitan cities, like, I mean, New York, Chicago, Chicago like just filthy, sure, yeah. just, you know, no regard for sanitation or very little regard for it. And, um, but I don't know. Just uh, I've always liked the '70s. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Star Wars, Taxi Driver. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. What about, um, what about the Great Gatsby? No, like no 1920s. 1920s. It's like the time of it's like Prohibition era, yeah. like yeah. Speakeasy. Yeah. You think you would enjoy that? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, that would. Be, oh, yeah, it depends. Like if I'm living like Jay Gatsby, yeah. But uh, you know, it was something. Yeah, at least like a specific point in time like there's you know we're talking about specific points in time we'd like to go back and like experience you know right but like along with what i said earlier about the the uh, 40s and stuff but like i would really if i could go back and just experience one thing at any given point in time like i would want to go experience like the titanic and like just be able to like see like, like we're watching no, from afar just, <laughs> i don't know that's horrible <laughs> no no that's, horrible. that's not what i meant that's not what I meant. I meant just like seeing like the ship and how big it was and how such a industrial, you know, just feat of engineering. Yeah, it was. You know, just being able to see it, I probably you know wouldn't want to, you know, be on board. Be on right? board. But at well, least if you were there, no. you'd be warning people to say, "Don't get on this boat." No, nah, because that no, nah, that'll change. That the, messes up the whole space-time continuum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like at least you know, go but, inside, okay. see it all. Is that true? Because no. if you go back in time as yourself, change the time you go to. So, I mean, essentially, when you go back and change the timeline, that's created that has created a new timeline. Right. And it's still separate from you. You are still your own person going back to the place you originally came from. Right. Is that. I don't. Hmm. It's confusing to think about because like, we don't know, but because what we if we aren't the same? Happened. What if we aren't the same because of something that we changed back then? Well, that's and what I'm would I have time to like? But like, how we, quickly does so? It work? Like, if you went back and like, if you went back to your child, your adolescence, and you chopped off your hand, it's it's graphic, but you know, just bear with me. Okay. You, you like, if you went back, saw your younger self, chopped chopped your hand off, and then went back to your time period. You would still have both your hands because that's you going back. Like, would you though? I'm. I think so. Or what if when you were going back, your arm came? Your because you, you have like, to go you know, back in through time, time thing. right? What if your hand got cut off during that time, like just got taken off at that time? Well, but I think I think that what arm, that does, if you were to do that, is just create an alternate, completely separate timeline. So you still are in the original timeline, in right? Which you traveled back, and you said, you know, you felt some need to cut your arm off as a kid. So, have, oh. you, have you seen the Project Almanac movie? 
that no, I've came heard out about it, in 2015. So when they spoilers and stuff. So when they go back and they go, okay, so there's a group of people, and they go to one of the guys' house that they're with, and they're looking at each other, and like they start like getting like. I don't even know. I've never seen that movie. movie. You've never seen the movie? No. Well, they start, like, spazzing out. They both start spazzing out, and they get him away from, like, his original past self. Right. And then he's fine. But if you travel alone, you start messing up other stuff. Like, there was this one guy traveled alone, and when he came back, there started to be, like, major plane crashes and all these worldly terrible events that were happening. Okay, I don't know about that. I don't know if all that would happen if you traveled by yourself. But that's just kind of another thing because there's all these movies that give you a different like different take different on, like, take back of to the what future maybe is would happen. Like, yeah, you, you directly impact yeah. your past, um, and that alters your future. Yeah. Um, and then like, have you guys seen Looper? Yes, yes. That's it's a been movie. a minute. That but is a, yeah. yes, that's a yeah, great yeah. movie. Great mm-hmm. time travel movie. In fact, I think that should be the Squawk movie of the week. If you haven't seen Squawk Looper, go see go see Looper. Sure. Um, Do you think that if you went back or I got a good cool, fun question. If you could go back in the past and you could change like one thing, like with society, like with everything, what would you do? So not with just yourself. No, like what do you mean? like you like want in to change society, some kind of world event. Or yeah, like I could I could go back and I could stop put the constitution that McDonald's will never ever ever be able to be a fast food restaurant. <laughs> put that in the U.S. <laughs> Constitution. Um, Okay, yeah, I. Not saying I would do that because I love McDonald's. I think I would stop Lee Harvey Oswald from killing Kennedy. You think he did it? I think that. See, we've talked about. Yeah, we've talked pretty recently. I think that Kennedy um, was despised by a lot of people, especially in Washington, and you know, I I think that Oswald may most likely have had help. Yeah. I that that's my two cents. You know, I'm not. I'm no historian, obviously. I don't know. I can speculate, but it just—I feel like that guy. He was a former Marine and everything, but the amount of shots that he fired up in that short of a time, like, I don't know. And just having that expert level position, like in the book depository, it's like there's just a lot of technicality with every—I don't know—every aspect of that story. It just seems like too perfect for one man by himself to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he had actually. I think there were two other guys with him, but they were down on the road. Either, either way, I, I don't know. I just think that that was that probably be it. Because if Kennedy would have um, continued as president, there would have been a lot, uh, a lot of different policies that most likely would have passed and come into play. Like I think he even wanted to add a. Oh, shoot, I can't remember if this was no. This was FDR actually. It's interesting. FDR actually wanted to um, impose a new bill of rights for the American worker. Yeah. So it's like a whole list of you know granted like given rights for the worker and really um put stranglehold on corporations and companies taking advantage of the everyday worker but that never came to fruition either way about this makes me think about remember we were talking i don't know why this popped into my head but the whole thing about if you could go back in time where would you go back imagine going back to like when jesus was on earth Imagine if, like, there was, like, videos of, like, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I, I'm familiar with the Bible, like, a little bit, but, like, the whole things, like, of all these, like, crazy things that he's done, 
imagine if like you, you could actually just, you could go back and you could put a viral video on Twitter of like it actually like happening. Yeah, it's like Jesus making some crippled man that some hobo you see on the side of the street like that can't walk. Just you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Can you imagine how much society would change? Because they've actually now like seen it. Because yeah, yeah. Like, people people do like bad stuff all the time. And it's just because there's nothing like there's no figure right there telling him like you can go to hell. You know what I mean? There's no editing. Yeah. There, it's just it's yeah. seamless, uncut video of a miracle happening. Yeah, that, that'd yeah. be something. I think that'd be interesting. I think it would change a lot of people. Dude, absolutely. I think yeah. it would definitely change just general Every, outlay of yeah. society. Yeah. 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 That that would be something. Braden, if you could change an event in history, what would that be? Probably should say Lincoln. Honestly, maybe you should have said that. No, I'm going to. Uh, direct the Wright brothers to not making the plane. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, why? So, I don't know. Just so planes won't be there or something. Because if you think about it, no from all no, the planes. No, no planes oh, means no on, drones. Hold on, hold on. Let him talk. Let him talk. We'll get him out. So, all these. <laughs> if you think Boy. about it, if planes didn't exist we wouldn't have all these plane crashes how many how many plane crashes how many do you think, think oh, there oh, are oh also, okay also, and, also, and, and, okay there's okay there's okay, a greater okay. risk online and the odds of you crashing in an airplane is one in 5.4 you assume a greater I, risk I gave, getting into I, your car driving to work or i told y'all this i told y'all this that last time i said the only reason why it happens with cars more is because there's not as many planes as there is cars. If there was, was if there was as many planes, no. Look, look at this though. Then this, it would be the same. The U.S. Right. government study did something, or the U.S. government study found haters. there was 568 <laughs> plane crashes in the U.S. between '93 and 2000, involving a total of 53,000. Blah blah blah. And out of these, 51,000 or over 90% survived. Haters. I have I have something else to say to that too. You realize. I'm taking it back to World War Two, you know, like earlier. But if we didn't have planes, we wouldn't have won World War Two. Well, and but the How thing we is, have gotten over the fight? just stopping the Wright brothers. There would have been no fight. Just stopping. <laughs> <laughs> just stopping the Wright brothers from making the planes doesn't mean that planes wouldn't exist. They probably would have just come out, you know, however, later. I would stop later. all of it. So you're saying you would stop all of it? Yes. All no planes ever at no all. Planes. You know, Da Vinci had uh, blueprints for a flying machine. Really? Leonardo da Vinci, yeah, man. In fact, there's a book well, yeah. that I've been meaning to read, and it's about all of da Vinci's inventions that have been recovered from, yeah. or at least the blueprints of them, that have been recovered from his writings and his journal entries. Did you ever play Assassin's Creed? Oh, yeah. No, I love... Because you, you get to hang out and uh, run around with da Vinci. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I, I don't understand you, Braden, with the planes yeah, and stuff, man. That's seems like you're you're a hater, honestly. Like, are you ever gonna travel your like your entire life? Are you just gonna stay in know. the U.S.? I guess or, you have a, you have you a can't. kid that I guess, wants to have honestly, her I can see. In Greece. Yeah, what is, <laughs> yeah, good what luck. <laughs> you ain't going. She's paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, for real though. Like, what if you're? What if you? You know, you you know, you have a daughter later on. That's you know, they want to get married. But they want to do it in like Montana or somewhere that is. If it so was for my on. daughter, yes. If I had a daughter, and if it was for my daughter, All right. yes. All right. I would muster uh, up the courage. I would hope so. And go. Yeah. Kay. Okay. So outside of that, though, everything else is. It's yes. off the table. No planes. 
No planes for you. But the, the boats are okay, though, even though... You Let's know. go ahead and wipe those out, Tim. I'm kidding. No, we can, <laughs> oh we can keep the boat. Any <laughs> sort of transportation. So it sounds like you just want to Cars, stay. too. Yeah. <laughs> Your feet planted in the, <laughs> the red dirt in Oklahoma. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Not really in... I'd rather be in Colorado. In Colorado? What's in what's Colorado? What's in, Do you like the mountains? The mountains, dude. Go snowboarding every weekend. Jeez. Oh, do you shred? Oh, yeah, I shred, oh. bro. We, we shred, every, bro. We, we go every we year, shred, man. Bro. Yeah. You trying it's, to go It's fun, bro. I've never been snowboarding. Dude. Oh, dude, you're stand, missing out, man. I can stand You've never up been for a few either? brief no. seconds on a surfboard. But I'm, this is, dude, dude, I'm, snowboarding I'm better, a lot more I'm, better at the, I'm best at the boogie board, truth be told. Hmm. Like, yeah. on your knees? Is the boogie board on your knees? The boogie board is I think it's you lay on. There's board. There's like boogie board. <laughs> All you got to do is lay on it. Yeah, you d- oh. There's a heck of a lot more to it than that. <laughs> let, me just, let me tell you that. Like, there's a lot that goes into the boogie board. <laughs> How much different is snowboarding to wakeboarding? Uh, well, you don't have to. All right, so wakeboarding, you have to actually like hold on yeah. to the rope, you know, and then when, you t- when you're turning... The rope like loses its slack and then the yeah. boat pulls it, so you have to like judge that. Yeah. Uh, snowboarding is just like you on a board. Yeah. Obviously. So. All right. Well. <laughs> all right. Yeah. But uh. Like you think somebody that is like pretty good at wakeboarding would do all they'd right? They probably yeah. Yeah. I I would say so. Anyone yes. and like skateboarding too. And you know how me and Brennan learned to snowboard at first. So we had what did we have? Ripsticks. Ripsticks. Those ripsticks, ripsticks really helped with yeah, people yeah, learning to snowboard. When our grandma, our grandma bought those when we were younger. Me and Brandon used to ride them all the time when we were younger, and that is like something that helped. Like it definitely like didn't hinder us, you know, with snowboarding. So it definitely helped a lot. Just with you know, I'm sure technique just like, and balance yeah. mainly. Yeah, like that's probably the thing I struggle with the most. Yeah. But, um, well, listen, uh, gang, it's been it's been a great squawk. We are actually uh, out of time. Yeah. But, um, wait, do we have a joke of the day? I, I'm sure you've got one. <laughs> actually, I do I do have one. Okay, so we're just going to go in a circle? Yeah. Are you kidding? Well, yeah, I don't have a joke. I guess we could. Um, a doctor is um, he's walking into this room with a patient he's just done some tests on. And he's got bad news to give the patient. And he walks in, and the patient says, so... Doc, what's going on? Is it serious? And the doctor says, well, it looks like you've only got about 10 to live. 10, 10 what? Like 10 minutes, 10 hours, 10 days? And the doctor says, nine, eight, oh. seven. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, that's a crowd pleaser. <laughs> Braden? What do you call a bear without any teeth? Okay, um, I don't know. A gummy bear. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Say, say stop, that again. Stop laughing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> say it one more time. Uh, what do you no, call no, a bear no, without no. any teeth? A gummy bear. Gummy. <laughs> Slays them every time. Right. Dude, right. Skylar, you up? I'm, I'm trying to find one. All right, while y'all are finding one, I got another one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you should not have a computer. Why, why can't the T-Rex <laughs> clap its hands? Because it's extinct. Get out. Yeah, that was, that <laughs> was, that was, that was, was not as good. That was terrible. Is this an audience or an oil painting? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I think we should apologize to the listeners. I'm sorry about that. I just <laughs> make myself laugh. Extinct. <laughs> <laughs> Our fans in Japan are rioting through the streets right now because of that <laughs> joke. 
man. Nah. Um, well, um, okay. I think it was a good squawk. Yeah, it was very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brennan, Skyler, thank you all for coming on. Absolutely, man. It was fun. Um, and also, just before we wrap it up here, be sure to check out the Twitter, at uh, Big Squawk, and then Instagram is Squawk Radio. Right, Braden? Isn't that? Yeah, that's the Instagram. Also, yeah. uh, the website, squawkradio.org. Uh, check it out. You will not regret it. And let's go ahead and do this. Um, the first person to send a topic for Thursday, I'll get them free Chick-fil-A. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, free Chick-fil-A. Free Chick-fil-A. Uh, larger, medium-sized combo. Do I count? Oof. Oof. No, you're in here. You can't do it. I bought Chick-fil-A for you the other day, and you um, said you'd pay me back. Okay, the first person <laughs> to send me a topic tomorrow gets free Chick-fil-A large. So like what do they need to do? They just need to send it to the Instagram or the Twitter? Send it to shoot which one either one either one either one yeah. first person tomorrow to send it after 8 a.m and also be sure to check us out uh 4 p.m on thursday and uh catch dr phil himself on the yes. airwaves i'm excited for that that's gonna I be great sure. yeah that'll that's be fun really yeah. nice guy. and if they missed any part of this squawk then they can go on the uh, yeah thank you for bringing yeah. that up they can go on to the squawk squawk archives it's still work in progress um it's on the website, so we have all the episodes available for streaming, and uh, it's set to where you can turn your phone off, and it's still playing. Yeah, that's super. Um, yeah, that's super convenient. Yeah, so um, all right, it's better well, than YouTube because you have to pay YouTube to do that. So I mean, I'm not giving YouTube a cent. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, all right, well, thanks again for tuning in. Peace uh, out, Japan. God bless and good night. See y'all later.